Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, you're addicted to Dynasty. I am too. My name is Justin Christopher and I am a Dynasty Freak, which means I love drafting and trading and scouting and managing all of my teams 365 days a year. So do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. Episode number 144. We're going to continue what I started last week with kind of my positional philosophies at the different positions. Today we're going to talk about running back. I thought, you know, during the dead weeks here in July before the NFL training camps get started on July 27th, It'd be good just to get some uh, talk about dynasty philosophy. So if you listened last week, I did the, my philosophy at the quarterback position. And this week, I'm going to share my uh, philosophy overall at the running back position. I think I have about 10 points here that when I think back on my teams, this is kind of how I try to build out my running back crew on my team. Uh, first thing I'll say is I like to draft one anchor running back in the in the startup drafts. Um, in startup drafts, I really like to select at least one top tier already proven running back and in most of my recent startup drafts, I've done that. And I selected Christian McCaffrey in my, my, one of my most uh, recent startups. Avon Kamara in the first round in one of my most recent startups. Um, although that was a, and both of those were actually were in super flex leagues, meaning I wasn't afraid uh, to draft a running back early in a super flex league. One of those actually traded up to get Kamara, even though I had actually drafted Dak Prescott first. Um, I just like the security of knowing that I have an every week starter at the running back one position. Um, even if it means that I get a second-tier quarterback as a result in the Superflex League, I just think the gap between scoring between the first and second-class running backs is far more significant than the gap in scoring between the first and second-class quarterbacks. And so that consistency at the RB1 position is really critical to me. Second thing that I do is I like to stream the RB2 position. I think that the RB2 position is less important to me, especially in PPR leagues. I think if I can find two studs at running back, I'll take it. Like I'm not going to not do it if it happens. It does happen that a few of my leagues I have, I do have two stud running backs. I have Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb in one league and another league. I have Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley in another. Then I've got Alvin Kamara and, and Austin Eckler in another. Um, but the point is just to say that that's not really common for, for me. Those are three leagues where I do have two studs, but normally my RB2 position isn't as strong. And in most cases, it kind of appears that it might be a weakness. But I'm really happy to stream the RB2 position. In PPR leagues, I often start a running back that's just one that catches a lot of passes. In leagues where I only need to start one running back, I'll just start one. And if I'm in a strong RB1 position, I really don't worry about the RB2 position. Um, I really prefer just to be a lot stronger at wide receiver and tight end and just kind of stream that RB2 position if I have to. Third thing in my philosophy on running backs is that I will pay up to buy top 12 running backs. I just think the top tier running backs are really hard to find unless you have one of the top, you know, one through four maybe picks in the rookie drafts. Um, I acquired most of my top 12 running backs in startup drafts or via trade because honestly, I very rarely finish as one of the worst teams in the league. And as a result, I'm not going to get to draft those stud rookies. And so that means I just have to pay up for top tier running backs and trades. I traded two first round draft picks for Alvin Kamara in one league. I traded a second and a fourth uh, pick in a startup draft to move back up into the first and get Kamara in the first round. Um, I traded Darren Waller uh, this, this last year to move up in, uh, in a rookie draft to get uh, Najee Harris. And I traded A.J. Brown for Saquon Barkley in one league in a dispersal draft recently in a league where I was actually really loaded at wide receiver. And so um, I will pay up. The verdict is, is definitely still out on the Najee Harris and the Barkley trades that are most recent ones that I've paid up for. 
but I have not regretted at all the trades that I made to get Kamara on my team. Haven't missed that in the slightest. I will pay up to get a running back number one. Fourth thing I'll say is that I uh, acquire by handcuffs. Uh, contrary to m- what many dynasty managers think, I really do believe in acquiring my own running back handcuffs. Running back is the most injury-prone position, and backups are always uh, they always contribute to fantasy teams sometime during the season. And I just like having the security of knowing if my starter gets injured, I have a player to start with a fair amount of confidence in his place. Uh, conversely, I actually hate the feeling when my every week starter gets hurt and I don't have the starting running back to, on my roster. Like all the rest of mine are backups, and I don't have the guy to fill in for the guy that just got hurt for me. I hate that feeling. And so that's why I have Latavius Murray on every roster that I have, Alvin Kamara. Um, I had Boston Scott and now on Johnson on many of my rosters that I have, Miles Sanders. Uh, I had Jeff Wilson on, on leagues that I had where he Mostert. And then I added Mike Davis to a lot of my teams where I had Christian McCaffrey, and that really paid off this, this last year. So each of these backups uh, started games for me last year. They all did. Boston Scott did. <laughs> Mike Davis did, obviously, a lot. Latavius Murray did a few times. Um, uh, Jeff Wilson did when, when most of us hurt. And so I've used these handcuffs to my advantage, and that's something that I uh, try to do if I can. Second thing, or sorry, was, I think I think fifth, fifth thing that we have here is I offer teams uh, their handcuffs. One of the things I like to do in a trade is offer teams their handcuffs. So like I said earlier, many managers don't care to have lock up backfields like I do, but some really do like to do that. And so one of the things that I try to do is offer a team their handcuffs in trades. Often I'll see a team that has the handcuff that I want, and I have the handcuff that they need, and so I'll make offers just handcuff for handcuff. Other times I like uh, maybe a backup running back on their team more than the backup running back on my team, but when I look at it, I say, hey, mine actually helps them solidify the backfield. If I trade them the one on my team, I can maybe get the one that I deem to be better on their team. These trades don't don't work all the time, obviously. you got to find an owner who likes to handcuff like I do, but that's one thing that I do pretty often during the offseason. Next thing is that I would say fewer running backs. I play fewer running backs when there's uh, leagues that have more flex positions. So several of my leagues have many flex positions or only require managers to start one running back. Um, And that's the case. I prefer wide receiver depth over running back depth. Um, I know in my Dynasty Diagnostic Champions League, uh, we have to start, we only have to start one running back. That's the league where I have Christian McCaffrey and he's going to be my every week starter. Occasionally, I'll mix in Mike Davis, who I also have in that league, but the rest of my running backs are pretty pretty bad on that league, but I don't care because you can only have to start one. I start everyone else in a flex. I know in my all-flex league, which is where we don't have to start a running back at all, Alvin Kamara is my only every-week starter in that league. I can mix in Raheem Mostert and Melvin Gordon when it seems like it's a good, a good idea to do so, but most of the time, I'm just going to start all receivers and then Alvin Kamara. And it's similarly, in my Reality Sports Online league, my uh, buddy Dave Brown and I, we usually just start two running backs and we have to start two receivers and then there's three flex positions. And so we usually are starting five receivers in that league and just holding pat with our two running backs that we have to start. Um, we usually do that. Uh, this year, though, we did add Najee Harris to go along with Alvin, Alvin Kamara and Austin Eckler. So I think that we probably will be starting three running backs eventually in that league. But you get the idea. Where there are uh, multiple flex positions and leagues like that, I'm fine with having pretty being pretty thin at, at running back and having a lot more receivers. Next thing I'll mention with the running back position is my philosophy is um, back end roster churn uh, during the off season. Back end roster churn at the at the end or during the off season. I really like to churn the back end of my roster with running backs and leagues with an open waiver wire during the season. The leagues that I have that do have it open. What I like to do is pick up kind of what I call back of the roster running backs. 
in response to what the NFL teams do during free agency and during the draft. And so I churn my roster during training camps. I do it during uh, when I, you know, during training camps when you see the depth charts get to be a little bit more clear. Uh, for instance, last season I added Mike Davis to several of my teams when it became clear that he was ahead of Reggie Bonifon and uh, as the backup to Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, that move paid off in spades last year. This year, I added Mike Boone when he signed with Denver, when he followed the new GM, George Patton, from the Vikings to Denver. Uh, that piqued my curiosity, and so Boone seemed like he was definitely going to be the primary backup behind Melvin Gordon, but that is before they drafted uh, Javante Williams and kind of poo-pooed that, poo-pooed that idea. Um, but even so, there's been some talk that uh, the addition of Boone and now with Williams that Denver uh, may be able to drop or trade Gordon this offseason. And so I'm still holding on to Boone to see what happens in Denver. Another example is that I added Caudre Ellison in several of my, several of my leagues this offseason after Atlanta did not draft a running back in the NFL draft. And since it appears that he's going to be the primary backup behind Mike Davis, uh, this kind of back-end roster churn uh, doesn't pay off often, but when it does, it sure feels good like it did last year with Mike Davis. Another thing I do with uh, running backs is I'll say follow the money. Follow the money. More than any other position, I pay attention to contracts when it comes to running backs. Um, I place far more confidence in running backs that have several years left on their contract than those that are in the last or maybe the second to last year of their contract. You know, it's only the elite running backs these days that really get second contract with their teams um, after their rookie contract. And they, when they do, they sign that second contract. They really hold their dynasty value as a result. But the second-tier running backs usually move on to other teams, and then they lose their dynasty value. And so I also like to pick up uh, backup running backs on the team if the starter is in the last year of his contract. So you're looking at those contracts thinking, well, this guy's in his last year. Now I need to be thinking about the guys that are behind him uh, because this might be his last year on the team. So contracts really matter, especially at the running back position uh, where dynasty value, we all know, has the shortest uh, shelf life. Next thing I'll say about my running back philosophy is that I trust talent over situation. Um, last week I spoke about how I factor offensive scheme and surrounding talent uh, when you know it has, as to how they affect the value of quarterbacks, but I don't think it's the same thing at the running back position. I'm not afraid to draft a guy like I did this year, Najee Harris, uh, because Pittsburgh's offensive line played so poorly last year. Uh, I was happy to happy to draft Christian McCaffrey uh, when I did, um, even though Cam Newton uh, vultures touchdown rushes and he had at that time not proven to be very effective at throwing passes to running backs in his career. Um, I traded to get Miles Sanders in one more league this offseason, even though Philadelphia has a new coaching staff and a you know, new quarterback uh, that likes to run. Um, I have Damian Harris and Raheem Mostert in several leagues, even though New England and, uh, and San Francisco and their coaches just make you know rotate their quarterbacks more than most, and it's very frustrating. I just believe um, in talent and believe that, that really any running back that's talented can thrive under any system, so it doesn't matter to me, to me too much which team they actually play for. Last thing I'll say uh, before I kind of read down my portfolio of running backs to you is that I don't diversify my portfolio very much. You know, I am in eight dynasty leagues, and I have many of the same running backs rostered in each league. Um, the fact is that I just believe in the players that I drafted or the ones that I acquired in trades, and I'm not afraid to live or die <laughs> with them in, any, in every league that I have them. Um, I have Miles Sanders in four leagues, Alvin Kamara in three leagues, Christian McCaffrey and Nick Chubb in two leagues. I have two of my favorite handcuffs, Latavius Murray and Salvin Ahmed, in four and five leagues and four leagues, respectively. I just don't really believe in diversifying my portfolio. If I like a player, I'm going to draft him. I'm going to trade for him. And no matter the number of leagues that I have him on, I'll live or die with him.
that's some of my philosophy there at the running back. Hope that helps you think through uh, some things that you might do and how you might treat the running back differently in this next year as you manage your teams. Real quickly, I'll just give you a rundown just so you get an you know, idea of some of the players that I have. My Dynasty Diagnostic Champions League, it's 12-team, half PPR. I have Christian McCaffrey, uh, Mike Davis, Naheem Hines. Uh, speaking of guys that just could be an RB2 when you just need some PPR points. I've got Philip Lindsay, Marlon Mack, James White, who I started forever as an RB2 in that league, Salvin Ahmed, Matt Breida, Frank Gore, and Eno Benjamin. In my All-Flex League, which is a 14-team league, half PPR, I have Alvin Kamara, uh, Raheem Mostert, Melvin Gordon, Latavius Murray, Jeff Wilson, uh, Javian Hawkins, Kylan Hill, Adrian Peterson, Jordan Howard, and Brian Hill. Now, those are some trashy players there at the end, but in a 14-team league where I think we have 20, right now I think we have like uh, 29-man rosters or something like that, it's uh, pretty muddy. But you can see there I do a lot of handcuffing in the, on that team. My FFPC team, which is 12-team PPR, I have Miles Sanders, um, and this is my weakest team by far, Miles Sanders, Gus Edwards, Latavius Murray, Daryl Henderson, Kerryon Johnson, Boston Scott, Joshua Kelly. Uh, so you can see I'm backing up backing up Miles Sanders the best I can and then definitely streaming that RB2 with Gus Edwards and Daryl Henderson. My Reality Sports Online te- team, this is a salary cap league, so our teams are pretty thin right now before the uh, free agent uh, uh, auction that we have. But in that league, we have Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, Latavius Murray, and Jared Dokes. So two guys that we drafted there and three that were already on our team. And then my Diehards League, 12-team, half PPR. Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb, definitely one of my strongest. Backing them up is Latavius Murray, Salvin Ahmed, Kerryon Johnson, Darrington Evans, Jared Go- Dokes, Mike Boone, and Claudre Allison. And my Freaks League, this is just 10-team league, half PPR. Christian McCaffrey, Miles Sanders, Mike Davis, Melvin Gordon, Damian Harris, Salvin Ahmed, Kerryon Johnson, Devontae Booker, Mike Boone and Quadre Allison. So, see, pretty similar. Some of these teams look pretty similar. My Good Times League, 10-team half PPR. I've got Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, Damian Harris, Latavius Murray, Devin Singletary, Salvin Ahmed, Benny Snell, Joshua Kelly, Darrington Evans, and Quadre Allison. And then my Keeper League, which right now has like 40-man rosters right now, 10-team half PPR. Uh, I've got Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders, Kareem Hunt, Naheem Hines, Chase Edmonds, Philip Lindsay, Tariq Cohen, Samaj P. Ryan, J.V. Hawkins, Eno Benjamin, and Mike Boone. <laughs> there you go. I told you there's not a whole lot of diversification. I believe in the guys that I believe in. I'm uh, happy uh, to run back this next year. Hope that helps you a little bit when you think about your positional philosophy at running back. Uh, I'd love to have a conversation with you about it too. Show me who's in your lineups. What, what, you know, what, what are you trying to do at the running back position? That's going to be a wrap this week, my freaky friends. Thanks so much for listening and give me a call anytime. Best to reach me via email at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. That's dynastyfreaks with two E's. Much better on email than I am on Twitter. As I say each week, I'd be honored if you take time to rate and review the podcast and Apple Podcasts. That would mean a lot to me. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your support. I do want to become your most trusted, independent voice in the Dynasty landscape. Until next time, you know what to do. Go out there. Get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. Justin.